This is Pastor Ray Brandon. Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. We are in Unit 17, Session 4 of the Gospel Project, Day 3, reading from Zechariah, Chapter 6, Verse 13 through Chapter 9, Verse 17. And here's the question for today. What do you make of worship? What is it that you make of worship? Is worship something that is about yourself, or is worship primarily about moving you to obedience? There is a philosophy around worship that worship is simply ecstatic emotions. If you feel good, if worship brings you to a place of uh, a certain kind of feeling of happiness or ecstasy or emotion, you sense the Spirit of God, and most of the time, all you are doing is sensing your own emotions. Now, that doesn't mean that we are against emotions. Worship can be incredibly emotional, and we've seen that as we've walked through the, the prophets. There have been weeping, and there has been rejoicing. Sometimes um, it has been so loud. Other times it has been very soft. Um, there are amazing expressions of worship throughout the scriptures. Here in this section of scripture, looking at chapter 7, there is a discussion of feasting and fasting. And there's a number of feasts and fasts. We won't get into all of that and why there, there were certain ones and other ones and, and when they took place. But there's a question about that. In verse 4, in verse 3, um, it is um, here that, that there's the question in verse 3 of chapter 7. Should I weep and abstain in the fifth month as I have done for so many years? And then we see here the word of the Lord of hosts. Uh, if I haven't mentioned that um, before, that is a particular term, a um, the Lord of hosts referring to, to God himself, and Zechariah references this warlike, this um, Lord of hosts, Lord of the armies of heaven. So the Lord of the armies of heaven is answering, say to the people of the land, and here's the question, and this is worth our pausing and our examination. When you fasted and mourned in the fifth and in the seventh for these 70 years, was it for me that you fasted? That is an amazing question. Um, that's an amazing question. Um, he's saying, you know, in these 70 years, so the 70 years of captivity that are coming to an end, he is saying, was it for me or did you, did you worship for yourself? You worship for yourself. For us to reflect on that today, to make application, do we, do we come to church for what we get out of it, for our own emotion, uh, for our own self-satisfaction, or are we there to serve God? That is an amazing question because God, the Lord of hosts, is asking this of his own people. He goes on in verse 6 and says, And when you eat and drink... Do you not eat for yourselves and drink for yourselves? It's not just the fasting that's the problem. It's the feasting that's the problem. It's the fasting and the feasting. And the problem is not in what they're doing. The problem is in their heart. Were not these words, verse 7, that the Lord proclaimed by the former prophets, when Jerusalem was inhabited and prosperous with her cities around her, and the south and the lowlands were inhabited? Wasn't this the, the problem even before the 70 years? Have you not learned? Have you not acquired um, what is true worship to worship God? 
And so it says, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, saying, verse 9, Thus says the Lord of hosts, render true judgments, show kindness and mercy to one another. Do not oppress the widow and the fatherless, the sojourner or the poor. Let none of you devise evil against another in your heart. Here's true worship. True worship results in obedience. That's the word of God. And that's what he's saying here, is that it is not primarily rooted in, in your emotions, but whether or not worship changes and transforms your heart and your mind, and the result is obedience. Obedience that looks like true judgment, looking at reality for what it is, that true judgment so that we show kindness and mercy to one another. So true worship of the one true God results in a love of humanity um, that is evidenced in kindness to one another. And, and it's evidenced in its opposite, that we do not oppress those that are widows and orphans, the fatherless, the sojourner, the poor, and that we do not devise in our hearts evil schemes, but rather um, we look to God and we show mercy to others. So think about that today, even as you think about worship. How are you worshiping God? What are you looking for in worship as you go to church even this Sunday? What are you looking for as you read your Bible, as you move to, to small groups? I've heard so many times, well, I went to that small group and I didn't get much out of it. Well, maybe you weren't supposed to get something out of it for you. Maybe you're there because God wants to change you, shape you, and make you obedient so that you will render true judgment in life. You'll have wisdom for living that you'll become more kind, more merciful, that you will not be oppressive to others, that you will love others in your heart. Let's worship God together.